What's up, guys? Welcome back to Mission Accomplished. My name is Michelle. I'm Garrett, and today we are talking about what? What are we talking about? You literally said, I, I got this. Oh, okay, so first geez, things first. Man. We're going to be talking, debriefing a little bit on our experience releasing our Marvel project. Updates and your on feedback, Marvel. Giving you guys a couple more updates on streaming, Twitch. Updates on streaming. Yes. And also, lastly, talking about this crazy project I got to be a part of. That's what we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> yes, I remember now. Remember, um, and I technically was in the number one box office hit film in America for earlier day. this year, this summer. This is this is a true story. This is completely crazy. If you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, you might have uh, a bit of an understanding of what I'm referring to. We're going to tell you the whole thing. This is not clickbait. This is the whole and complete truth. I was in the number one box office film this summer. Okay. But before we get there, this summer for a day, for a day, this summer. I mean for one day. Okay, whatever. We're that's, gonna explain. That's very important. We're gonna explain okay. the loophole and all this other stuff later. First, we're gonna talk about some housekeeping. So, Twitch. We've been streaming on Twitch. Michelle, do you know what FOMO is? Yes. Yeah, and it's probably what you're experiencing if you're not watching our Twitch streams. <laughs> um, they're really fun. They're really exciting. We're playing Fortnite. As if that game's not dead. <laughs> and it's been great. We have our it friends Tina, Tina and, Daniel. and Daniel playing with us. It's, it's mass it's a blast. chaos. It's so much fun. And yeah, I just want to say thank you again to everybody following on Twitch. I know, like, I feel like we've brought up Twitch so many times on the podcast. Deal with it. And yeah, I mean, this podcast is about us telling you what we're excited about. Genuinely, we're super excited. I just had this amazing conversation with Taylor who does a lot of graphics for us and they are redoing our entire graphics package for Twitch. We're really upping the game. The setup is improving by the day. Um, you can't so we're see just it, getting but the gaming setup that Michelle plays is it's right, right over here, over right next to where we are. And it is quite the setup, um, it's but it's right it's, over there. Okay, okay. Get out of my frame. Way. Get out of my frame. Um, yeah, we've been having just so much fun streaming and hanging out with you guys and and growing and learning also our discord has just been super super fun so again be sure to join us on twitch and the discord we're still tbd on if we're gonna do a youtube channel we are game. okay fine we're gonna the votes do are in <laughs> yeah. we're doing a gaming we're doing channel it. it's just a matter of naming it and i saw on the last podcast and finding an editor yeah finding an editor is Very a big important. one we have to find an editor are you um, an editor who likes video games apply and today. are you good at editing <laughs> do you like us do you think we are fun if so, apply to become the editor of the new YouTube gaming channel uh, brought to you by MK. You know what email address they think we still have? mkchanneljobs at gmail.com. Hit us up. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we're looking for an editor. We're going to try it out for a month and see what we think. Um, if it sucks, we're canoning. Canon it. Canoning can, can, implies that we will continue it. Canning it. Canning. Canon. Okay, well, whatever. But we're really canning. excited about it. We have a lot of great ideas. Someone asked on the last podcast if by doing a gaming channel, it will detract from the main channel. No, because we're already gaming a ton. And that's why we want to find an editor so that neither Garrett or I have to bear that time or responsibility and we can just that. have fun and then pass it off to somebody else and we get to share that experience with you guys yeah so. we're gonna be gaming regardless or streaming regardless yeah, so we I'm might a gamer as well now. 
Kind yeah. of. I, I play Fortnite. You play games now. Okay, well, I'm going to play more games. It's just going to be really fun. And if you have suggestions for new games you want us to play that are not Fortnite, I feel like we are bombarding everybody so much. Anyways, I want to wrap that out. No more Twitch Gaming. for this podcast. Yes. Okay, so now let's dive in. Can I fix your hair? Please. You like a thing. Fuck. That looks better. Okay, All right, great. let's keep going. All right, so um, second thing, second. Want to debrief a little bit on releasing the Black Widow episode. Both the I Trained Like Black Widow episode as well as the finale fight scene titled Whose Heist Is Is It Anyway hit YouTube trending. Lots of amazing response from you guys. Such a warm welcome back. Thanks for watching it. Thank you for watching. If you haven't, what are you doing? Go watch it. Um... You know, I got to say, I was a little bit nervous about separating the final sketch from the doc that encompasses oh, my training. I have another Twitch plug. What the? Shameless Where? Twitch plug. On our last Twitch stream, we did a Q&A about uh, yeah. the Black Widow video. So, Twitch. Oh, my God. We are annoying everyone so much. Stop talking about Twitch. Okay. Do you guys like us on Twitch? Do you know that I also stream on Twitch? <laughs> Shut up. You know who does MooBot? Dude, we have a great bot in our chat, keeping the chat clean. <laughs> we didn't even fun. set it up. One of our mods, Ophaniel, did. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, and MooBot is basically this bot in the Twitch chat that like randomly plugs our stuff throughout the stream. It's kind of funny. MooBot. 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 Follow us on Twitch. Okay, anyway, so back to this Marvel thing. Both the sketch and the doc trended. I originally was nervous about separating the two because in season one, we always had the final fight scene at the end of the doc. But I I like that we separated it. I like that they each got to be celebrated separately and yeah. independently of each other. Um, collectively on both, almost 700,000 views at this point. I want to say potentially more than that at this point. We like that number. That is super, super exciting. There's that mysterious accent. I don't know where that's coming from. Very interesting. (laughs) My therapist is Australian. So anyways, Mm -hmm. super exciting to just just feel that warmth and excitement, especially because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was having a rough week last week, um, and I don't really want to go into all the specifics as why, but it's a really tough week for me business-wise and personally just going through it and getting to finally release this video, which we've been working on for seven months. And you guys just being excited about also, it. to be fair, seven months just because it's been, been, been in post because we shot it before quarantine. So it's yeah, been yeah, in yeah, post-production yeah. this whole time. She didn't train for seven months. No, 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 no. I just no. want to throw that out there. Let's clarify. Yeah, seven months, a lot of it was getting feedback and whatnot from Marvel. Releasing this episode of MK Ultra and this final fight scene made me just really feel so loved and, and and excited to be doing this content for you guys again and really reinvigorated that love of scripted content. Both of us, I believe, you know, our first love of entertainment was scripted content and still is episodic mm-hmm. and um, the original reason I wanted to do our superhero series season one a couple years ago was because I wanted to have footage for my real um, opportunities to practice acting and really showcase what I could learn because one of my biggest dreams is to be in a superhero related action kind of TV show or movie. 
And, um, you know, right now, the industry as a whole, studio industry, is pretty dead. Like, 99% of production is completely shut down because of coronavirus. Um, rightly so. Everyone stay home, be safe, wear a mask, wash your hands. Um, and something I've been feeling so much lately is just an immense gratitude for in the year 2020 the ability at any level for anyone to be able to pick up a, a camera and create their own content so right now what you're experiencing is michelle expertly segueing us in to the main topic of today's podcast <laughs> okay and uh so i want to talk to you guys today primarily about this crazy story insane amazing experience that I had where wherein I we we oh yeah Garrett's involved there's a secret little cameo we were in the number one box office film or one of them this summer so okay, for okay. one day this summer <laughs> Michelle was the one of the lead characters in the number one box office movie in America for one day and the film is called unsubscribe and i will tell you guys in detail this whole story about how this happened why and everything yeah michelle how did this happen <laughs> what a crazy thing crazy all right so uh you guys may or may not be familiar with eric tabak he is another youtuber he is also former buzzfeed and at buzzfeed he really specialized i don't even know how to explain it in these very uh, grand, high concept, high concept videos. Um, and I actually never overlapped in my time with him. I had left before he began working there. He now no longer works there either and has his own YouTube channel independently. Um, but we were both like aware of each other's existence and familiar with each other. And one day i er, earlier in quarantine i got a text from an unknown number which turned out to be him <laughs> basically saying hey i'm eric i'm a fan of your work unknown number well i didn't it, he wasn't in my phone book oh, it didn't so. say like unknown spam it, it wasn't oh, like sorry, that yeah, i don't know what i thought it, oh my god okay it said literally like a bunch of zeros i unknown. did not know the number therefore it was unknown to me so uh, and, you know, he's like, hey, I'm Eric. I am working on this project and I'd really love for you to star and act in it. And I was like, what the heck? Uh, because, I mean, we, we never talked before. This is kind of crazy. Um, but also at the same time, I'm like, you know what? There are no auditions. There's nothing going on. I'm always down to grow and improve on, and, and learn and get more material for that aspect of my life. So sure so what was his pitch to you because okay. it wasn't just be in this movie right there it was wasn't a, like be in my catch. short film there was a a plan yes if you will. so he and the director christian nilsson who is an emmy award winner <laughs> called me that night and basically detailed to me this grand master plan so this summer and also by the way guys the uh zach Kornfeld from the Try Guys was also in this film and he also discusses it a little bit on the tripod so be sure to check out the Try Guys tripod if you want to hear his end of the story but basically they call me and they're like 
hey, so we have this really crazy idea and we're going to try and make a the number one box office film in America. It's like, what the heck? Like, how are we going to do this? Like, we're in quarantine. Please explain, What is sir. going on? And basically, Eric found this loophole such that because no movies are out this summer at all, really. Um, and specifically at that time, I believe at that time, it was also when drive-ins were also closed. So no one was even going to drive-in movies, really. Um, that the numbers for profit were so low for films that this is an opportunity to release anything. And if you get enough tickets sold, you could have the number one box office film. They found a theater, I think in West Hampton, Westchester, one of those West places in New York that people go to in the summertime, that was willing to screen the film. Eric wants to make a movie at a very low budget, $0 budget movie over Zoom, which he can film in a couple of days for no money. He will then edit that movie together, go to a movie theater, have it play in the theater and buy out the theater himself himself screening after screening after screening so he will pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to have it played but because uh if you buy a certain amount of tickets you get like full profit back i'm not sure how that works watch eric's video to explain that so that he gets the money back he keeps buying out theaters so that he then hopefully will have the highest grossing movie of that day so that is that is like the the master plan of what he's trying to do. And the premise of unsubscribe is that it's a horror film about friends on a Zoom call. And to, to be clear, when this movie is is screening or is airing in a theater, there's nobody in any of these seats except <laughs> yes. for Eric and Christian. Eric and Christian. So they're sitting by themselves, <laughs> watch just for fun, watching some of them. Um, but that, that is the scenario. So just to put that in your head of what is going on. Yeah, yeah. So over the phone, Christian and Eric pitch me this premise. I think it's pretty smart. I'm also very available because what else are we going to do in quarantine? And I was just so excited to be considered to be a part of this. Um, Eric is very good at pulling off these crazy experiments and making them go viral. So I had you know, a lot of high hopes and excitement about it. Um, and also, as someone who normally is auditioning in Hollywood, there are no auditions right now. Haven't been on one in like five months. I don't even know. Um, and I was just, you know, excited to to be acting and to be a part of something uh, without the Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, do you like the show Ozark on Netflix? Yeah, me too. Well, guess what? The character Wyatt in Ozark is also starring in this movie. Yes. Pretty cool. And I mean, I'm on the phone and they're like, oh yeah, we have Charlie Tehan who plays Wyatt on Ozark. He's going to be the villain. I was like, how did you guys pull all of these people together? This is crazy. Zach from the Try Guys is in it. A couple other people were. Um, and And I was like, this is such a blessing to... To be a part of the YouTube community where people have this uh, just fire to create anything in any circumstance 
And I think that that fire is missing from a lot of people who have only experienced traditional Hollywood. Um, and and I, I mean, like the group of people who did it, it, w- it was only possible because of them. Like you needed that exact group of people for it to perform well, to get picked up by mainstream media and and do as well as it did. And the filming process was really, really interesting, too. I was just going to say, going back to your point of uh, people who've only been in traditional Hollywood, I would agree with that and add there is a sense of going the traditional route in Hollywood that it's always sitting around and waiting for your moment. Yeah. Like working your way up in the writer's room until it's your time to finally pitch an idea in the room from writer PA to, um, to an, from an assistant to an actual writer in the room. And there is, there's always this idea of waiting for your time to get to speak up and prove yourself. And what I think what the larger topic here with this podcast episode is to talk about this drive, this ambition of not letting it, like not waiting for anyone else to give you the okay, but to just to say, I'm just going to go do it. I, I, I just loved it. I mean, we met for four nights over Zoom filming every single night. Um and it, not only was it just really cool to meet Charlie Tehan and get to work off of him and see him work, um, but it was just a really cool experience seeing how a movie can be made with those insane limitations placed upon it. Um, also, I don't, I don't know if it would have been possible with a group of just normal actors because everyone in that group already knew how to light themselves, how to self-film, how to be aware of, of all of those things. Because as a YouTuber, you're not just thinking about your performance on camera, but you're worrying about the producing and the technicals. And all of us had that experience. So it made things um, it, it made things very seamless in a lot of ways. I mean, of course, there were you know some technical difficulties because it's Zoom. Um, but I was really impressed. And then I was impressed in the edit by Christian's management of all of that footage from the Zoom call. Um, you know, you think, oh, just filming over Zoom, it must be so easy. But what you're not realizing is that you're dealing with like seven different actors, screen recordings and all the graphics. And if if the entire place film takes place on a computer screen, you are animating all of those graphics for the computer screen. So it's a lot to manage in post-production. And I think Eric briefly touched on it in his video. But yeah, like the footage management part of that is crazy. So I'm so impressed by Christian and how quickly he put it together. It was scored by a composer. Um, Yeah. I thought it was great. So uh, I think we should discuss the real hero of the movie, which I believe is me. Uh, I have become sort of a movie celebrity overnight. Well, so in the film, you should watch it. (laughs) Uh, There is a there's a like this premise of. Well, I don't I don't want to give too much away. Here's what I'll say. Because it's quarantine, uh, we needed another actor to be in the same scene as Michelle. Uh, and so I was our I was the only option to safely film in the vicinity of Garrett Michelle. Garrett saved the day. So I had to step in and uh, play a character. And um, I didn't have any lines. You don't see my face. 
But but he, you're there. But and I'm if you there. know the shape of Garrett's body, you'll see him. You'll see this silhouette <laughs> in the film and recognize. Uh, most people don't know this. So I'm adding this to my acting resume. Um, most people don't know this. I am also in the movie The Disaster Artist about the making of The Room. They, I went to one of the screenings of that movie, so I was put in, like, at the very end of the movie, you see a shot of me watching The the Room in a, in a theater. Anyway, so my resume is pretty great right now. Were you included on the IMDb? I was in an Oscar-nominated film. Yes, I am. And... <laughs> I was in star like I was a character in you the number almost, one. You just you almost said, said starring. Star- well, <laughs> think about who I'm playing in it. You know, I double maybe. You're you're a body double. Ch- I'm a body double for Charlie Ozark. <laughs> that's his name. Uh, so that's pretty cool. My acting career is at an all time high right now. It's, and it's higher than it was before. It's never been higher. <laughs> I am soaring and and thriving in quarantine. This is good, guys. Thank you for supporting my acting aspiration. I'm so happy I'm not an actor. I I don't like acting at all. I mean, I like people who act. But I like, you I don't, would be I such a it. good voice actor. People don't realize this about Garrett, but Garrett has an incredible talent to recreate pretty much any sound and voice i don't think so good but you're real like okay you're you're not like a professional voice actor but you're like very very good i just make silly sounds sometimes okay do the sound of when you refresh twitter on a phone and it's not muted are you kidding me can you like? Sounds can you do like zzz, like a robot noise? I can. That's not impressive. But there are others that you're really good at. I am a dungeon master for Dungeons and Dragons, so I have to do a lot of voices, like cart, like character, creature, monster voices. So um, I've picked up a few. A few. Do your do your fishman voice, your Kuatoa. No. Anyway, I'm in the movie. I'm really awesome <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, I'm going to stop talking about myself now. Oh my God. Yeah. So we do this four night shoot. It's, it's really fun, but also at the end of the day, you're like, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. Don't know what's going to happen. And the next thing I see, the next, the next thing I hear from Eric is that he sends me a text of him and Christian in tuxedos in front of a marquee. It's a great photo. Unsubscribe sold out. It was so exciting, um, and that was the day they were there to do, uh, you know, buy out all the theaters and and try to get this to be the number one box office film again because you no, know, there are no movies out, so the the threshold is very low. So you got to tell me, did it happen? What was there? What are the results? It did happen for one day, I believe, like June twelfth or something. I don't remember. Unsubscribe. Go look on uh, Box, Box Office, Office Mojo. Mojo. It's there. Yep. It's the number one film in America. And at first, IMDb, Box Office Mojo, none of those places thought that what Eric was reporting was real because they were like, how is this possible? Um, and how did you get Charlie from Ozark and all these other people in the film? Um, and they had to show proof, and they did. And 
it was announced we were the number one film in America. And for, you know, I've had this experience when you do something. So, like, let's say when we release YouTube Rewind 2019, the musical, you have this feeling of, like, this, if if any of our videos from this year are going to go viral, this is going to be the one. And you pray and you hope that it happens. And then you release it into the world and you're just waiting. Like, is this video going to do what I designed it to do? And Eric mentioned, you know, for the first few days, the views were kind of like average. And then out of nowhere, boom, all these news outlets were calling him. We were featured on CBS Saturday morning today. There was like a whole featurette where they did like a, a full on interview with Christian and Eric. Um, I mean, pretty much every news outlet covered it. You can Google unsubscribe Eric Tabak, Christian Nilsson, and all of these articles will come up. Um, and I think what this really is, is again, just a testament of taking things into your own hands and seeing an opportunity and going for it. Um, and I'm so proud of both of them and grateful that they invited me to do this and just happy that I don't know. I was there. Me too. I was right there <laughs> with you. Uh, and so this this kind of reminds me of when we were talking, uh, something interesting when we were talking to JD, a few podcast episodes back, we talked to JD Roth, the, cre- uh, the creator and like producer of a plethora of very famous reality shows and Karma, which Michelle recently uh, hosted. Um, he, he mentioned this quote that kind of stuck with us a lot. And I think this is a, another example of that. And what JD mentioned was that pretty much at every stage of life and success, you will always, in a certain way, be needing to prove yourself um, and needing to work hard. And I feel like throughout my career, something I, I always set, used to set these benchmarks of like, when I hit this many subscribers, then I will be set or then I will feel like a YouTuber or be respected in a certain way. And obviously hitting those benchmarks help you continue to succeed. But it's never like once you hit something, everything is just like everything works. And if you guys listening, you know, can save yourself a bunch of time and learn something I wish I had known, it's that no matter what level of success you're at, no matter how good at something you are, The only person who is going to care the most about your own success is you. And maybe, maybe closely followed by, but not equal to, your mom. (laughs) Maybe. Hey, I care about your success. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But again. But not as much as my own success. Yeah, well, I guess I'm saying that because I feel like people think, oh, yes, I got an agent. I got a manager. I got this and this. And now everything will work. they're going to care about everything and they're gonna drive me and to, some to where extent I need. they do but, but never you care have as much to be the you. one in the driver's seat all of those additional people are passengers beep, who can beep. sometimes you know backseat drive on occasion or say hey i think you should turn left here but you are the one in the driver's seat you are the one paying for the gas to go in the car you are the one doing it wonderful no analogy. matter what no matter what and you have to remember that every step of the way um and I have just been feeling immense, immense gratitude for our ability now, whether, you know, us on our platform, anyone on their own platform, you can create something and you can put it out. And 
what I loved about what Eric and Christian did was they proved that they can, you know, they 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 won something. They won the box office and they didn't have a crazy over the top budget. Um, you know, granted, it wasn't technically a sold out audience in front of people, but it did lead to them becoming the number one film on Vimeo. Well, it got them the press that yeah, they the needed. Press, yeah. to, to, and so the idea of this wasn't just to hit headlines. It was to hit headlines in order to then hopefully for their get funding careers. to get money for a next movie that is like their their big premiere, let's say. Um, so it was a really smart plan, I think. And they executed it beautifully and it worked out. The thing is, guys, it worked. Um, and and it's inspiring. They they made the money the movie for no money. Now, granted, like they you know because they had some internet notoriety, they were able to get Charlie Ozark in there. Uh, sorry, Charlie, I know that's not your name. That's what Charlie I'm calling T, huh? you. Uh, and like, sure, they had some of those things, but like, that's because they built up to that point, and that was just one of those benchmarks that helped. Them. It's like yeah. just because they had internet notoriety did not confirm, like, did not. Uh, automatically get them this yes. this movie to succeed. And, it's and because of the work they put into it. By the first few days it was out, exactly. it was kind of like plateau performance on the YouTube end. Um, so I I don't know. I I again, I mean, even now, let's take our channel for example. We have two, you know, over two million subscribers. So exciting, but. Just because we have 2 million subscribers doesn't mean we're going to get 2 million views on every single video. Just because we've hit one benchmark doesn't mean we're fully set all the time. I mean, we're, we're thinking about views constantly and how, how do we improve and grow. Because that's the way not only the algorithm works, but that's just the way life is. You have to keep working. And similar to exercise, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Moral of the story yeah. is you're always going to have to prove yourself. You're always going to have to work at it. Uh, even if you hit a specific moment or benchmark, you're still going to have to do it time and time again. Yeah. But that's also kind of the thrill of life is always, yeah. you know, always and chasing I, And I think like, thing. you know, you can look at this in two ways. You can look at it and be, feel, you know, hopelessness He's, right, because, man, it, I'm going to yeah. have to do this over and over and over again. But again, I feel like exercise is such a great metaphor for this because you can continue to do the same workout over and over again and it'll continue to be hard, but it will become more manageable. You'll you'll know what parts of the workout to anticipate. You'll know how to transition and you will get better at it. And that is something I'm trying to work on every every single day on the channel as a producer and creator and host. Um, as an actress and I am yeah again I keep saying this but I'm just so grateful we could create content during this time I'm just happy I can call myself a movie star mm -hmm. isn't that the dream well so you were included on the IMDB for what disaster artist no no or no, for, no, no. For oh unsubscribe. for unsubscribe no wait I don't did think you look? so I can add myself. Anyone can add yourself to any movie. Wait, I, I, uh, I, I'm going to look. So now's the time that we transition to a new segment that I'm making up on the spot called What's Happening to Next? What's Happening Next? Well, next, our next video on the channel is <laughs> that, a that was real smooth. unique and <laughs> special video. Um... We haven't talked about this yet, 
But Guys, I am the star of the next challenge accepted. Oh That's right. God you almighty. you you all wanted me to do a, a challenge video with Michelle. Well, guess what? I found my way out. <laughs> I made a challenge accepted episode. We made an episode where I plan it's the story of me planning the proposal of me proposing to Michelle. So yeah, the video is starring Garrett more than me again movie star status for <laughs> myself i'm really doing yeah. well in quarantine in case you guys didn't know we're engaged we, we got engaged in february before right the before insanity this all went to shit of 2020 and we got engaged in bora bora and so this video details the insane story of how that happened because it's a doozy. It, it yeah, it basically all went down in forty eight hours. In forty eight hours, it went from we're in LA to we're in Bora Bora. Essentially, unplanned. The reason it's a story is because I was planning on proposing like months later in the future in somewhere completely different, and then circumstances happened where I had to now propose within forty eight hours of me finding out new information, and so it's that story. It's really fun. Uh, I just watched. One of the first cuts of it is hilarious. I'm really excited for you guys to see it. So that's that's what's happening next on the channel. That's the, that video will come out in about yeah. a week or so. And it's, I'm excited about it because like when it happened, we like we posted a photo on Instagram and everybody was so supportive. Thank you guys. Um, but nobody knows the story. Nobody knows how it happened. Um, until now. Until now. Well, until next the future week. when it comes out. Um, but that's our next video, and I'm really, really excited for you guys to see it. So that was the new segment, What's Next? And we'll rename that. We're workshopping it. <laughs> um, so for uh, to wrap things out, you know, how are you doing? How are you? Just <sighs> mentally, emotionally, how are you? I, uh, I feel like I've been on kind of a roller coaster. It seems like 2020 is the year of extremes, whether it's extreme highs, extreme lows, and a lot of both at the same time. As I mentioned kind of earlier in the podcast, um, the thrill of all the Marvel videos, which I'm so excited about, um, came shortly after I received some very difficult personal news. And I feel like every day in quarantine is like, something great happens but then something insane or negative or weird or what the hell happens one step forward two steps back so yeah it feels like that um a ton and I, I also just wanted to say that um because i want you guys to know i mean i know everybody says that but what you see on social media is only part of the story um and i i feel like there is definitely a misconstrued perception of of only a portion of what's happening in our lives that occurs on my Instagram. That's why we like these podcasts. We can be more real with you. That's all, all another plug for Twitch. That's why we like Twitch where we can be really direct with you live. Uh, speaking of this, uh, one of our Twitch streams, you like literally open the stream with like essentially a vlog. You were like almost vlogging to the audience about something that yeah. had happened that week. And it was really personal and intimate. Um, so yeah, these these new mediums are really fun to connect with everybody in mm -hmm. a whole different way. 
yeah. uh, and, tr- and be more genuine and truthful to what is going on. So you guys yeah. don't think, oh, just because like or, nobody's life is perfect. And uh, it's just it's good to be reminded that and that we're all right. in this and together. I, I want to be also very clear. I apologize that I am being vague here. Some of this I'm not allowed to talk about publicly um, or or at all. So I just wanted also, to be able. Some of it's just not your business. Oh God. Okay, but I I just wanted to be to be real with you guys, so you guys know what's going on as much as you can. Um, and I I just want you to know that because your support just means like ten times that um, as such an amazing counterbalance to some of these other things that are happening. Um, aside from that, you know, it's hard because it seems like Los Angeles is sort of like re-shutting down in a way. Um, and this, this series of events is difficult because I feel like there is almost nothing to like hold on to as a foundation in a way. Um, the things that we love to do, like... I love going to the gym. I uh, can't do that. Um, but I'm, you know, I am so grateful that we are here. We are healthy and we are able to, we're to still, keep going. We're still in a very privileged position. Yeah, massive. So that helps. Position of like, privilege. Yeah. Um, and we love, love, love you guys so much. And I feel that we have gotten to know you guys on such a more personal level throughout quarantine. Um, through the podcast, through Twitch, through these more intimate mediums. So thank you to everybody who is here for us. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitch and everywhere else. And that's it. That's it. If you guys made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations, mission accomplished. Also, if you're new here, please subscribe, give us a follow, and we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya.